0: In your glory, empower us to be all us, all that we can be in you. In Jesus might illustrious name. Amen, amen. Uh God, I thank you. I thank you for uh being on the line tonight. I put us on Facebook live today too. Hopefully, um some more people would get on. But we are content with what we've already been doing. So we thank God for that tonight, um, like never before. Amen. I want to go back to something that I was going through um, before. Um, first of all, let's turn to uh, John um, um, 14. We me just do that quickly because it's been in my spirit. And I'm going to do what God told me to do. Um, just because God on to John 14. Amen. Um, John book of John, the 14th chapter. And, um, I was praying about, uh, this today. And, uh, of people God had put on my spirit to call them and just to talk to them and let them know, um, things are going to be all right. Um, actually it was actually my, my present husband's former girlfriend that he actually went to high school with. Um, her name is Dale, the beautiful, wonderful lady. And, um, um, she was ex- expressing some uh, physical issues with her husband and she was taking care of him. And, and God began to let me to drop this quick thought in tonight about um, to trusting in him, um, believing in him, hope in him, and that he will take care of us. And in this pandemic... And in this situation, sometimes um, the tribes of the world will get you a little distraught. Um, We have COVID-19. We have people dying. um, People with no food. Um, This country has never experienced the hunger of the United States of America. In the last, I'd say 50 years, um, uh, I think my, my, my grandfather was born in 1907 and he was uh, like, I was the, on the second of the first oldest granddaughter and he would tell us stuff that how by him being farmers, they just um, live off of the land, the the food that they have. Um, and stuff now, uh within. Um uh, but there was a depression and everything was hard to to live and to make ends meet and back then our grandparents we didn't have uh two or three children. Um, that generation had nine, ten, twelve children and um they truly had to um depend on um the Lord himself. Okay. All right, John 14. Anybody have it? John 14. All right, John 14. John 14 and 1 says this Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart. Anytime Lucas gives you scripture. Is- he has his two parallels one in the mantra. One in the spiritual. Whenever you're reading the Bible, whenever you're studying the Bible, there is a spiritual content as well as there is a natural content. So when John says he wrote this book, he was saying, "Let not your heart be troubled." So he's not only talking about the apostles; he was not only talking about the people that he laid hands on. He was not only talking about the Jews, the Gentiles, but he, was, he had all foreknown to God that this pandemic wouldn't happen and the people would be dying and this prosperous nation, there would be hunger now, but yet he's saying a all that let not your heart be troubled. So it finances. Whether it's our children, whether it's property, whether anything in our lives, God is in control of every situation. So we have to let not your heart. Don't let your heart be troubled. The Lord let not your heart be troubled. Everybody else, let not your heart be troubled. This is a commitment to you that no matter what happens, amen, that He will make provisions for you, no matter what it is, no matter what it is. And I myself have experienced the situation in my life again and again and again, whether it was my health or whether it was my Children, both of them were born early. Um, whether um, it was a death of a parent, whether it was a loss of a job, uh, uh, I have learned to trust in him because he makes a way of escape, or he will make a way out of no escape for us. So he's telling the disciples and the people around him that's um, tugging off your heart. If it's hard, don't worry, don't worry, uh, be happy. I love one of the commercials that they come on sometimes and tell like, us, let not your heart be troubled, don't worry, be happy. You know, But sometimes we have to speak it to ourselves. Again, anytime you read anything in the Bible, the one who's talking about the outer land. And he's talking to the inner man. And he's saying, heart, don't be troubled. Now, there's the physical heart, okay? Our inner heart, that physical heart, that can be touched. I used to work in the emergency room, and I remember one night I was in the emergency room, and they ran this this man in here, and they ran, they they called Code Blue, and we ran down there, and um, they were actually taking uh, a saw and cracking open um, the person's heart, and he said, Glenda, I need you to do CPR. Well, I wasn't doing a CPR, uh, except with my on, but he was not just talking about the outer heart, but they actually cracked his chest open, and I began to take my hands with gloves on, of course, and massage his heart. And that little heart, the heart is not really big, but can you imagine that if a human being would try to do that for a human being and a seat uh, an emergency room, what more God would do for the heart that's in pain, with the troubles of the world, okay. and that person eventually would be asked to the um, to surgery. And actually put in uh, uh, vows into, um, uh, and actually it was like a 15 uh, year old kid into his heart, and they they recovered. And this is that young guy recovered uh, in the physical, in the spirit realm, you shall recover. Say, so don't let us be so upset and worried about saying that God, that created the human heart, can certainly feel the heart. And if he doesn't feel the heart, he will make a way of whether just put in another vow or for other things of the heart. So it's important right now uh, with the heart season coming up and people setting in food lines like we've never been on food lines before. Some of the churches now are still closed down because they might be small and they don't have the proper ventilation to get into the building. But the church is not a building. The church is a living organism of God. Amen. I repeat that. That the heart to the church is not a building. Okay? That the church is a living organism of God. It is a relationship with God. It is not a building that you have to run into, uh, for somebody to lay hands on you. Okay. Let not your heart be you troubled. Amen. Okay. Also, let me then be, uh, believe in you. So that's who I want you to trust me. Okay? I'm gone. I want you to trust me. I don't want to trust your mama, I don't want to trust your daddy, I don't I'm, I, ultimately the trust that you have been as equal men and women of God, especially you must trust in him, in his way, in his way, in his attributes. But the key word is trust. Trust, trust. What does trust mean? Trust me because I put my hands in the hands of God knowing that he knows what he's doing. Trust me. I have confidence in God. I have faith in God. I have belief in God that whatever God is doing, he's doing for my good. So when I'm I'm in it, Uh, When I'm sick, when I'm agitated, if I'm frustrated, um, am I trusting God? No. Um, When I just don't know what to do and just, just, just—have you noticed when you get so upset? The first thing happens in your body is it, the blood pressure goes up high. The first thing you do, why? Because the blood that's flowing through your body. Is not just flowing, flowing regularly, but the blood pressure is gone up. It's elevated, and it's moving faster through your valves. It's going faster through your or called the aura. It's going through one side, the right side of the blood of the body, and then it goes all the way through to the earth side of the body. But it circulates all the way through through your body. Okay. from the feet to the toes to, to the oxygenation in the, in the, in the brain. Um, and so everything moves faster. Why? Because you are now frustrated. Your blood pressure is elevated. Um, your oxygen level is, 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 is harder to maintain. Why? Because you've gotten so distraught. You've gotten so upset. Um, Because everything now is moving faster. Why? Because you're not calm. You're not collected. You're not trusting in God. Now, you're not in physical pain, but you're emotionally upset. And when that happens, because your body is now, everything's moving faster you end up having a troubled spirit. You end up having a troubled soul, as well as a troubled heart, all because of a lack of trust. And God knew that. That's why he wrote this in this book here, this particular scripture. He says, let not your heart be troubled. He said, believe also in me. Mm. Believe in me also. Believe in me. No money. Believe in me. Build due. Believe in me. Children acting crazy, don't know where they are, don't know what they're doing, know what they're up to, but believe in me. And that's what he requires of us, to trust in him. And trust, we can't trace. Trust sometimes is, well, you know, I can't say it's hard. But I can only talk about my life. There are times my heart said trust, but my spirit was hurting. And wounded, and I was telling God, "Please teach me. Let me do what you tell me to do. Teach me to do what I know what the world says." Now I feel not by emotions, not by people that are interact around me, but teach me. David, the Bible says this. It says, "Teach me your precepts. Teach me how to cover and to recover." Teach me how to control my mouth when I want to say something out of anger. Teach me, oh Lord, to trust in you and you alone. You know, and when you have kids in your house, and there's things you have to do. You just worry a little bit more because it's the human nature of the female especially to worry. I don't know. Maybe it's just in our DNA because most of the time we're more we're more sensitive um, to others' needs. I can't tell you that not all men are like that, but I'm saying to you that the woman part of you, a lot of the women are more sensitive and things. That's why they're more sensitive and the things of God. Um, Where um, I know one time I was. Riding in a car, and I think we were going to, to Georgia or somewhere. And I saw the sign. I said, We're supposed to go that way. And my husband said, No, 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 I'm going the right way. 10 miles later, I said, No, no, no. Um, we took a left instead of going right. And, said, and I said, no, no, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So 30 miles later, he turned around. Because he realized we were going the wrong direction. While I'm telling him the whole time, I know we're going the wrong direction. And sometimes people in our lives are like that. That we're not sensitive to the spirit. And they insist on me doing things. God might tell us to go right, but we're going left. But some of the women, it is, Built in us and everywhere in the Bible, it mentions they style, the word woman as um, she, that she is. She has this, she does that because most women have a more sensitive nature to God, okay? And so we have to be like God in that sense of being sensitive to the needs, the desires, and to knowing that what God says is going to have and be for us. Verse okay. 3, John 14. And if I, he says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there me may be also. So, he, he says he's going away to prepare a place for us, and if eventually, me that Um, come before it every storm um uh, whether it's family friends co-workers jobs husbands wives whatever we have to stay in that place with god that no matter what's going on keep on moving okay. i told my daughter uh Recently, I just told her, I said, you know, sometimes I used to say to myself, no matter what's going on, I would say to myself, don't worry, be happy. So take on that attitude of don't worry, be happy. Because if he said he'll provide you, he'll provide. if he said he'll do this, he do. And he said, he said. I am not a man that I should lie, lie. And because we know the one person that we know with a surety, the one entity we know with a surety, that God himself okay, said, that he is not a man that he should lie. So we would know with a surety that God to lie to us. He says he's going to take care of us. It. He's going to provide for us, no matter what we're going through. that we are going to be more than a conqueror. Okay? We can do great things, no matter what is around us. We have the greater one that's living on the inside of us. As you imagine, sometimes you can go to a person's house and when you decide you're ready to go home, you get up and you say, well, look here, I'm going home. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. But when Jesus moves in, in our residence, when Jesus moves in our life, when Jesus now is, we confess that he is the Lord of is the Lord of our heights. He's not renting a space in a house. He's not moving next door in a house. He's not saying, maybe I can rent a, a house in the neighborhood. But when Jesus Christ, the maker of the universe, moves in our spiritual house and takes up a residence, he is Lord of Lord, and he will certainly take care of us. And he says he will never leave us. Once we get in there, okay, and we live for him, we breathe what he breathes. We pray what he We We take up residence. We move in. We put in new furniture. We don't say what we used to say. We don't do what we used to do. We don't act like we do. You know what? Because we've moved into, uh, he's walked into a new new building. Okay? And the more you read, you take up residence in him, that you get by your your more Bibles and you you get more books that you just get enthralled in the Word of God. Why? Because you now have taken up residence in Christ. So when he says, let not your heart be troubled. This new man now will say, okay, God, I trust you. But when you don't completely move in, you leave half your house, your stuff at the old apartment, okay? And then you want to go back to the big other apartment, and then you go back to your your new apartment. You don't know where you want to live, but when you love God with all your being and you take up Total residence in Him and and put on some new furniture, new attitudes, new clothes, and take up new residence in Him, we will trust in the Lord and do good. It ain't easy, but that's what the Word says. Yeah, it's not easy, but it hurts, but it helps. It's not easy when there's tears in your eyes you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And it seemed like this tornado and the hurricane will never go through. It seems like the eye of the storm will stay there forever. It won't move on. It won't go upstate. It will just sit there and twirl around. And when the eye of the storm happens, it looks like everything's going wrong, and it will never stop. But the Bible says there is a the beginning of a thing, ah, ah. And there is an end of things. But now the word does not tell us when the end's coming. Okay? So our heart must be fixed on God. Our minds must be fixed with purpose. Our spirits must be controlled by the Holy Ghost. Okay? We must be fixed on our pride. We must fix that. We're going to get to the finish, the finish line. Fix yeah. no matter what's happening in our lives. Why? Because we are sold out, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, and believing that whatever Jesus Christ has said and promised me has got to happen. in this like that. Because we're sold out to God. Okay. And I can't be sold today and next week doing sold on the Word of God. You're sold today and then you go somewhere and you're in a restaurant and, and this man comes over and he's flirting with you and wanting your phone number. You're not sold out. But when you're sold out, you say, you might say, well, hey, you want to sit down? Come sit down, let me tell you about Jesus. Why? Because you're fixed. Your eyes, your eyes is now, is on the prize, okay? God doesn't have to worry about you now because he knows that you're ready. You're ready for the kingdom business. You're here for the kingdom attitudes because he says, let not your heart be troubled. No matter what happens. What happens. No matter what happens. Okay. Because you cannot give up. If I had given up in my lifetime, I would be dead right now today. i had so many things that come in in my life and situations in my lifetime. But I never gave up. And I will not give up. And I confess it all the time, even when I go to my doctor's. Um, I'll say, okay, God, I'll see you in three months, and I'm going to live a long time. I said, I'm not going to leave this earth until God says, it's done. My job is done. So we've got to have a fixed prize, a fixed eye on the prize of Jesus Christ, no matter what's happening around us, no matter what's happening around us us and don't let the enemy provoke us and our blessings the enemy will try to provoke you to stop provoke you to quit provoke you to give up provoke you to say hey, i'm done i'm done finished I, I, i'm not going to do this anymore. the enemy will provoke you out of your blessing if you allow it to happen but you, when you gave your life to Christ, God has given us power now. God us, has given us enough power to speak those things and pray those things into our life, okay? Because God loves us more than everything in our whole lives. He loved us before we knew him, and he said in Jeremiah 1, I'll I have a plan for you. Yeah, in that plan, it might be some pain and suffering. In that plan, it might be, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might not have a roof over my head tomorrow. But God has a plan and a purpose for everyone's life. When we trust in him, when we trust in his word, when we trust in his way and when we have the capacity to believe God beyond all uh, odds, that's what he says. The Bible says, it shall, okay? Shall means it's got to come. It's conditional and it's coming when he wants it to happen, not when we want it to happen, not when we think it's going to happen. But well, we have to trust God because He knows what He's doing when we don't know, and because most time as human beings we don't know what to do. Yeah, we might say, oh, "I saw that I go to the mall today." Well, in the process of going to the mall, an and emergency happens, and then you've got to go here, and you've got to go there, and then you've got to run home, and you've got to do this, and you've got to do that. Okay. But we've got to trust in God, every step that we take, every decision we make. And if I always tell my kids this, that, and if you don't get an answer from God, if you are still wondering after you pray, just don't move. Until you feel in your spirit, man, to move, don't move because we move our emotions. We move because this is what I want to do. But God has not ordained it to lose. And when we do it out of order, uh, we come out of loneliness. We do things because what we want. And that's why God wants us to die to self. Die what you want. Die and your disabilities, your abilities, to do things, die, and then he'll fix, he'll raise up you and your children, he'll raise up your church, he'll raise up things. Why? Because now you say, okay, oh, well, you know what, God, I tried it my way, so you know what? Only when I see the door open, I know I'm supposed to move. And if I don't see the door open, I guess that means I don't move. I ain't going worry about it. But then I take the burden off of my blood pressure. I take the burden off the things that I want to do and I don't have the money to do. I take the burdens off me and my chest, pull them out of my chest, and say, God, if they are, let not your heart be troubled. So when we believe in God, he'll do what he promised us to do. But when we worry and we worry, and we worry some more. And we don't worry, we worry about this one. We wanna know where our children are doing? We wanna know what's going on. Oh, I from them in these days. You know, they're adults. They're accountable for themselves. Yes, we pray for our children. We promise. We promised he would deliver us from our children, but sometimes they didn't get delivered sometimes because you've not allow them to get delivered because you're so worried. Trust in the Lord. I know one time I was praying about something and God told me, he says, well, Glenda, you know, as long as you're worried, I'm not going to do nothing. He says, you worried. You pray, you worry. You worry, you pray. You pray, you worry. You're telling me, God, help me, help me, help me, help me. He says, I'm not a deaf God. He says, I hear you. He said, but if you're going to continue to worry, why do I need to move? They say. So he says. So when you come come before me from now, I just tell the Lord thank you. Lord, I, I I thank you that my children are saved. I, I thank you that the way is uh, made a way for me. I thank you for this because the more I worry, I'm hindering God. But when I stop worrying, and then He'll move in His timetable. Maybe you haven't uh, met that right uh, uh, doctor to work for. Maybe you haven't worked in that particular place, so that 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 thing is working together for for your church to be to be open. Maybe um, um things are gonna happen. Maybe it's not time to go here or there. And then you know when you don't know what to do, just wait. And it took me unseen years. To realize when God's not moving and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and, praying and praying, I realize, well, just I guess it's just not right now for me to go. Maybe it's not right now for me to do this. Maybe it's not right this to do. When and I go to God again and again and again and again for the same thing, and yes, I do sometimes. But when I realize God sent him to me, I urge you, oh, wait. I know you're in a hurry, but wait. I know you want to move, but wait. I know you want to celebrate, but wait. Uh, maybe you don't understand, but just, just, just wait. Why? And when I'm waiting, I'm praying. When I'm praying and then I'm waiting, I'm praying. I'm reading my scriptures. I'm witnessing the people. I'm meeting people. I'm just enjoying life. I'm enjoying me. I enjoy every day of my life. Today, there were times in my life that I didn't enjoy every day of my life, but I love my life today. I love me today. I had to learn to love Brenda all over again because I spent my life taking care of my children, my mother, and all these other things that I went through was emotionally um, uh, because I forgot who I was. And now that I'm comfortable in my own skin, it doesn't bother me. But when I didn't know who I was, what was I doing? Uh, where was I going? Um, and, and, and am I maintaining who I am, this body, this mind, and this spirit? Because I'm one flesh, but in my flesh, meant Where am I? And what have I had? And what do I bring to? being the church, we we are the the, the life givers in the church. We are the city that sits on a hill. And because we need to illuminate our surroundings, uh, illuminate the people around us, uh, illuminate even with the little children alive, we don't know what God's doing. But if I'm so worried on my job, if I'm so worried about everything around me, the enemy has my blinded folded to the point that I'm not meeting my purpose in God. And I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I desire, my full desire is to to be able to meet the things that God has called me, ordained me, and empowered me to do in His will. And I can't do those things. If I'm so worried, if I'm so distraught, I'm so confused, I can't hear clearly from God. When you become a world cha- changer, when you become that entity, that light that sits on the ear, you have to look for the light. The light is within you, and I want to be that light within somebody else, even if it's my neighbor, even if it's my children, even if it's my grandchildren, even if it's just the lady that I met in the gas station. Be that light, because there's so much going wrong. okay? Massive killings, all kinds of things. But God's looking for world changers. God's looking for change agents on the earth. And he promised us he will supply all of our needs. I put on my friends the Lord so much because I just see such a light in earth. I see the light in earth that people draw to earth. present It's his, his choice because we've messed up so long because we thought we were doing what we were doing right, but we weren't not praying and asking God, whatever your will is, let me do it. God, if it's not my will, your will, please don't let me do it. I know if I never, if I had said to myself years ago, God, if, if you didn't say, let me do it, I wouldn't have done it several times. I wouldn't have been, been some of the biggest mistakes in my life why because we were moving by our emotions we were moving by our feelings we were moving by our loneliness we were moving by our lack but we were not trusting in the lord and i'm so happy in a way that god has allowed these podcasts coming forth we're not necessarily our podcasts but different podcasts and different ministries because now they have time to sit down and minister to people and minister their needs and minister to their wants and minister to their growth um, because people were running for churches for years and years because for the excitement, but they were not learning the Word of God. For when my people that are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek your faith. Well, now, what we have now, people are seeking the face of God because everybody, including the world, knows something's wrong. And some of them want to acknowledge there is a Christ, but there is the Christ Jesus, the Holy One of Israel. And if it takes trouble, and if it takes trial, and if it comes confusion, if it comes with COVID-19, whatever it takes, God's going to get it done. But as believers, we've got to hold on to God's unchanging end. He does not change his end. He's had the same end when he bore us. He has the same end when he has allowed us to come out of the womb that he ushered us and took out of the womb into the world. He is the same hand that took us to school, first grade, second grade. He's the same hand that held us when our mothers held us in their arms. He's the same, same hand that allowed us to go through life and the situations. And it's the same hand of God that's holding us even now in this pandemic. But well, we've got to hold on to him and believe that whatever God says he's going to do for us, he will do it without a shadow of a doubt, without worry, without anything, We can just hold on to God. Just hold on. It would just, sometimes I cry and I say, God, just, Keep me in your will. Keep me at the feet of cross. See, because when you get stay at the feet of cross, you'll stay more humble. When you stay at the feet of cross, you can you won't say things that you say when you get angry. When you stay at the feet of cross, you won't let the anger, let, let the enemy get you so aggravated and. And then boozle, and before you don't know what you did with your pocketbook, you don't know what you did with your money. You all you know is that you're angry because the enemy is coming, and the last last stronghold you have in our lives as human beings is our mind. And that's why he tells us to be be renewed, okay, by our mind. Because the last stronghold you have is in your mind. Because if I got your mind, I got you. That's why you can find these people on the street talking to themselves and crazy as a bed bug and and don't say anything, do anything. Why? Because I've got your mind. Because if I can control your mind, I can control you. Why you worry the enemy? Is trying to control you. But let not your heart be troubled. Believe in him. And he will direct our back. It doesn't feel like he's directing our back, but he's directing our back. It doesn't feel like things working out, but it's going to work out. It doesn't feel like it's a good thing, a good day, a good year. But I tell you what, I know more people now that's calling on Jesus and asking God for help than there was 10, 20, or 15 years ago because we were eased and Zion. Even the church was in the ease and Zion. They they go to church on Sunday. You wouldn't see them rest of the week. They didn't have relationships. They just go to church for a form fashion. But now, because it looks like when the world's going crazy, People now are asking for help, asking for God. Because some people were rich, would never take, to get help. But they're running in lines now to get help. So God's working on his people. God's working on the church and the unchurch. But it's that faith, that place in God, and not give up. Not give up. There's a word God is putting in my word. I'm going to close out. God gave me this word this week called. And this word's been in my life. And my, my, my um, this library, this word was, I woke up one morning and I heard this word undaunted. Undaunted. Write that word down. Undaunted. The word undaunted means Unmoved. I'm not gonna worry about those things. I'm done. I'm undaunted. I'm not gonna be moved by anxiety. I'm not gonna be moved by frustration. I'm not gonna be moved by what I have or what I don't have. I don't, I'm not moved by what some those people say. I'm not moved. I'm undaunted. I'm not moved by those things. I am t- untouched by those things. I'm only going to be touched by the hand and the spirit of God. And that's what the church needs to be. Now, undaunted, untouched, unchanged, unmoved. I'm not moved by anxiety. I'm not moved by things I see. I'm not moved by those things. I'm undaunted. Why? Because the great person Is Jesus Christ. And He holds us. He provides for us. He delivers us. He holds us. He keeps us in the palm of His hand. So we can't worry. In other words, don't worry. Be happy. Because God will do exactly what He says. He's going to do because he is not a man that he should die. He is eternal. He was here before everything was else here, and he will still be here when eternity is gone because he is gone. For heaven and earth will pass away, but not his word. Father, we thank you tonight. I thank you for the Holy Ghost, and I thank you. But sometimes when we go through so much, we think about, uh, because when we're we're human beings, our bodies, uh, our our, our man, our our outer man, we go through so many things through our lifetime. Some of us go through, uh, bad marriages. Some of us gone through more than one bad marriage. Some of us go through children that will drive you crazy. Some of us have been through treacherous things in our, our lives, that our hearts, have been hurt and broken and wounded and smashed to, uh, to somehow we know without God, we would have not even recovered. But we know that we consistently will keep our hands In your hand, God. I know, God, you always ask me and you always tell me to pray that you would keep us, my God, behind the cross. God, we can't make it without you. God, we can't think without you. We can't pray without you. We don't have the answers, God, but we know that you, are man, can answer all the answers. So we hold on to you. We hold on to your word. We hold on to your Bible. We hold on to the spirit of God that's indwelling in us. That we know you. And God, if there's anything not like you in us, God, take it out. Pull it out. Because all we want to do is know you, live in you, believe in you, pray in you cry in you because we can't make it without you. God, we thank you. We thank you for strengthening us tonight. But just a little quiet word, God. Thank you for strengthening our inner man. Thank you for strengthening us, our spirit man, to know, God, that you will be with us always. Thank you, God. Thank you. I can't make it without you. I, I can't talk about nobody else. But I can tell you, God, that Glenda can't make it without you. I know that you sustained my life for a reason I thank you. I thank you, God, for sustaining for all our lives on this line tonight. I thank you, God, because with this fresh world just from you, God, you've given us strength to breathe. Just, just take a nice breath. Deep breath. Sometimes, God, we go through so much, we don't know how to take a nice breath. But just like Ezekiel 37, he says, God, you will go, breathe on those that are slain. Breathe on those that are crying. Breathe on those that are falling apart. Breathe on us tonight that our strength goes back together in such a way. Renew our minds. Renew our spirits. God strengthen us from the crown of our heads to the bottom of our feet. We speak to the inner man. We speak to the inner man within us. We speak to the God-men in us. Strengthen us, God. Strengthen us, God, that we must not Mm-hmm. a <laughs> God says, I'm giving you favor. I am. God says, God's going giving you favor. God says, I'm giving you favor. God says, i you God says, I'm God you God to call the the radio station. God's gonna give you favor on the radio station. God said, favor, mm. God said, favor, 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 favor. God's doing it now in the name of Jesus. Praise Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Praise and you've been praying, God, what do I need to do? He said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But God says, I'm master. God said, the next seven days, I'm going to give you some clarity what you're going to do how you going to do it oh, hallelujah because you've ran you've attacked you've run some people in the last what two weeks God and you've been having some opportunities and you've been praying God I don't know what to do I don't know if I should go back to my other job. I don't know what I'm going to do but and God says I'm doing favor God says you okay he says even with your landlord God says the landlord you have now God says I'm giving you favor said something about you. Your favor said favor. He said, Yes, even that house. He said, That house? said, That house, and I'm God says, I'm giving you favor. Supernatural favor. Because <laughs> you've been praying You've been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. Because <laughs> you said, God, I've been doing so, I've done so many things and it looks like it's not working out. So I'm gonna make sure it's going to happen. And I don't know, but one of those same people is Caucasian. And God says, I'm gonna give you favor for them. I think one you've already met. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he's giving you favor. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You. Thank you. Hallelujah. Go ahead, brother. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know whether you met the person. I don't know if you met him in a hurry. You met him before in the passing or somewhere you talked to them, and I think they gave you a card. How about that? He you gave you a business card or something kind of like that. Yes, you were talking to some people, and you said they gave you a business card, and you said to yourself, even I uh, might have been three or four days ago. I don't know if I should call these people back a lot. Hallelujah, hmm. Manamante. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 you, Hallelujah, Dolores. Manamante. Hallelujah, I know what you want. I know you want to go to California, <laughs> but God says it's not right the time to go. God says it's not time to go. Manamante. He said, I know what you want. Oh. Hallelujah. But you Thank might be needed. Lord. Right here in Florida. Hallelujah, na Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. na na here na 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 it na now, I know your daughter didn't tell you what you're gonna get for Christmas. You gonna but you're gonna get an unexpected unexpected gift. <speaking in Spanish> <speaking in Spanish> and you might say, I you, and, and I just hear you said in the spirit, God well, I got everything I need. But God say, I got you surprised. <speaking in Spanish> <speaking in Spanish> Hallelujah, God. You, Hallelujah, God. You, God said, continue Thank to you. do what you're doing. Thank and Lord. every time, the last time I Thank told you, God told me to tell you, He said, I'm running over you with blessings. But God said, you yes. gotta run, God, you can keep running. He said, but you keep running. He said, because I got some more blessings for you. Hallelujah. Mm. He said, because the more you give out, the more they give back mm. to you. He said, people coming Thank back to you when you ain't coming back. Hallelujah, because oh. it's, a, it's your blessing time. I hear God says, Your blessing oh, time. You've been given and given and given and given, and thank you just don't Lord. even care about giving. It look like the more oh. you give, the more people give you. It's because oh. it's your season. God says it's oh. your time. Well, hallelujah, well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I wouldn't it. be surprised the house in your hands I'm hallelujah God because God. God said you have given and given and given and given and you've been saying God I don't even know the house and because you say you don't need God said, the devil will say you don't know what I'm going to do you don't know what God's doing for you even in your midnight experience Hallelujah! You feel like you've been held back. You ain't been held back. God knows that I'm doing. God says I'm doing what He I've called you to do. God, thank you. Hallelujah! He said every child, every God child, every child you take on. That wasn't your mm. child. Every child, mm. hallelujah, mm. that you've helped in your lifetime. Mm. And that God to the next, the last mm. 10, 15 years, you'd have all these mm. godchildren, grandchildren, mm. all these, these mm. grandchildren. You are my mm. But God said, mm. each one of those grandchildren are going to mm. bless you and will come back and mm. tell you, I appreciate it when you've done what you've done for me. Mm. God said, I've given you favor. And the favor is for the reason. And favor is not favor, but favor comes from God, not from a preacher, not from a pastor, not from a prophet. But favor comes from favor from God when you do what God has called you to do. And that's what praise you have Lord. done. Praise Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. sir. Thank you, and we're going to pray praise now for praise. your husband and i know your desire you said god save him you said god needs mm. maybe he he seems like he's mm. unsavable but god take mm. Husha. god leave god said he will not leave this earth okay without being Amen. saved he said Amen. if i did it for your your brother he said i can certainly yes. do it for your husband yes. he said if I, if I have to save it at the last minute and tell yes. you the lord I love you, and I'm so sorry what I've done to you over the oh, years. But God said your oh, husband will not die yeah. until he gets saved. But he has oh, to really die, saved and die the last minute. But God said, oh, I'm going to honor your prayer. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Walk Thank you, Lord. Ooh. Lord, your Savior. Hallelujah! Yes. yes. Hallelujah! Yes, sir. I and trust you, And we pray for your brother. He got saved. He saved before he got. And he went to to die. The same way God's going to do. Amen. Amen. Because Amen. of your faithfulness, Jesus. Mm. Sometimes people don't treat you right, but you know because of God's mm. favor in you. When you the Bible says after you you've done all you can do, he said the, the, the scripture says it will tell you it says stand there for, with stand your are going right with truth your inner yes. man, yes. inward man. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, my God, my Lord, my, Thank Lord, my you Lord. Lord, my God, my Thank God, my you God. Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. And you pray for your granddaughter, your granddaughter, your your grand your your son's daughter, the one that the one that's with you all the time, her. Mm-hmm. her. She has she has the fam her family members, and some of her family members have this DNA that's just not from God. In fact, they're hellified people. God says, God mm-hmm. told me to tell you that. They they they, they said that they're, they're just just vindictive and nasty mm-hmm. and mean mm-hmm. and controlling mm-hmm. and they've tried mm-hmm. to aggravate it your son all his life mm-hmm. he said all his life he mm-hmm. said and even those things the, the that Delores mm-hmm. that you do you know about it's some stuff that your son ain't even told you about that woman that he had had that child from. Walking walk mm-hmm walk brother mm-hmm walk Mm-hmm. My God. And she takes and that spirit in her from her mother. Mm-hmm. 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 She's sneaky. She's underhanded. hmm mm-hmm. And it's the same mm-hmm. spirit in her mother. So mm-hmm. he said, she said, you pray for her, and God said, you literally put her, hold her hand and pray with her when she comes to your house. You play the blood on her. You pray for them. You teach them to pray together. Okay. Yes, Lord. You, Jesus. Yes, Lord. You, Jesus. My God, my God. Mm. Hallelujah. My God, God, my God. Thank you, Thank you God. Oh, Lord. I'm doing what I want to do, and I'm going to do it in all my timing. Gosh. Thank you, Lord. Because well, so he knows Amen. what he's doing. He's Amen. large. And he's in charge, amen, and God doesn't tell us <laughs> sometimes we just have to wait on him amen amen we amen we we move when God wants us to move because when we move when God doesn't want us to move, we mess up amen and we ourselves that our years of our ages. A lot of the things that we're going through now, if we had just waited on what God was saying, doing, we all three of us, four of us, would have never been some of the conditions that we're in today. Why? because we didn't wait and because of that, a lot of times all that stuff will sit in our spirit because Mm -hmm. we didn't move in God's Mm -hmm. timing. And God's timing is so important. Because the Bible says, in the beginning, God, that requires timing. And everything in our lives is in God's timing, not Glenda's timing or anybody's timing. But when we move in God's timing, we move in God's will. But when we move out of God's timing, we are not in the will of God at that time. Amen. Amen. And sometimes we have to talk to our children about things because they have to know that we make mistakes, but we don't want them to make the same mistakes. That we make mm-hmm. mistakes, but we're growing in our growth. We grow in grace. We grow in the sovereignty of God, that if I knew the God then that I knew now, I would have never made did the things that I've done now. But I'm going to run like my hair is on fire for the rest of my life, I'm going to run like my hair on fire. And I don't care who tries to stop. I don't care who, how to block. When I know that I know that I know that I've connected God eternally in my spirit, man, I'm going to do and run like God told me to run. Because mm. he's never promised us any other thing but today. Amen. and if we're the city and if we're the city sit on the hill and the city in trouble what do you think the un the unchurched feel like? <laughs> Amen. That's right. Okay. Wow. If we're the city wow. that sits on the hill the ones that don't know Christ do you know how they feel right now? Mm. If we have a word that says let not your heart be troubled and he already told us that he left and he left his peace with us, and we're still unpeaceable. What do the unchurched feel like now? Wow. Yes, but we're Lord. the city to sit on the gear We got to have that light, and we can't run out of oil. <laughs> That's it. No. no. If we run a oil out of oil, the world's in trouble. Not just them, mm-hmm. but the world's in trouble. Because we have that oil. Amen. We have that light. We Amen. have the anointed, right. We have his word. Amen. We are empowered by the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's what he talks about, that word, the exouciest power. That the exouciest power, it just, it it implodes, it blows again and again and again and again. Of one stick of dynamite, you'll hear it say, go, pow, 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 pow. Because the is power, it begins to explode again, again, and again. Mm. <sighs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank, thank you, thank Lord. You God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Yes surely Hallelujah. 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 You, you are right over time <laughs>